Good morning, family. I am running late today. I've had a long day yesterday. Led worship, first service, had a great service. And my hair is crazy. I got ready, but I didn't do it right. Second service was wonderful, it was a powerful service. God really moved. And then we were there all day because we had our youth sectional meeting. So we had a bunch of churches in from around the area, city, southern Arizona. So I had a long night, got home about, oh gosh, it was like 11, 10.30 or 11. But I wanted to get on here because I love you. I don't want to miss this because it is important to read his word every day and together. So let's pray. We're going to pray and we are going to take our communion. Welcome to the full 180. My name is Pastor Jeremy. And let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, now. We thank you, Lord, for your for your cross, Lord. We thank you that you died on the cross, Lord. We remember your sacrifice, Lord. <clears throat> we remember that you gave yourself for us, that you loved us so much, Lord, that you hung on the cross for our sins. And it says in your word <clears throat> that you took the bread and you broke it and you gave thanks and you said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, we thank you for your broken body. We will never forget, Lord Jesus. We love you. And we give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord. Let us take the symbol of his broken body together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And it says that he took the cup. And he said he, he took it, he, he blessed it. And he told the disciples, this is the blood of my new covenant. And he said, it is for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world. He said, do this in remembrance of me, Lord, we thank you for your blood that was shed. Lord, but we thank you that you did not stay there, Lord. You did not remain there, God, that you rose again. But we thank you for your blood, and it's because of your blood that we have life and life everlasting. Thank you, Lord. Let us take the symbol of his sacrifice together. We thank you, Lord. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, here we are. We are in Matthew 28, the last chapter of Matthew, and we are moving into Mark. I am not going to make this a heavy day, but I wanted to make sure that we got our reading in together this morning. So let us read the word together, Matthew 28, in the Amplified Version. Jesus is risen, hallelujah. Now after that, after the Sabbath, near dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb, and a great earthquake had occurred, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone from the opening of the tomb and sat on it. The angel's appearance was like lightning, light, light, lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. The guard shook, paralyzed with fear at the sight of him, and became like dead men, pale and immobile. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who has been crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, just as he said he would. Come see the place where he was lying. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going ahead of you into Galilee, as he promised. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So the women left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell the good news to the disciples. And as they went, suddenly Jesus met them saying, Rejoice! And they went to him and took hold of his feet 
in homage and worshiped him as the Messiah. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and there they will see me just as I promised. While they were there, <clears throat> while there, while they were on their way, some of the Roman guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. And when the chief priests had gathered with the elders <coughs> and had consulted together to develop a plan of a deception, they gave a sufficient sum of money as a bribe to the soldiers and said, You say this? His disciples came at night and stole him while we were sleeping. And if the governor Pilate hears about it, we will call him down, calm him down and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and they were paid for lying and did as they were instructed as this fabricated story was widely spread among the Jews and is to this present day. The Great Commission, now the 11th, 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated, and they saw him. They worshipped him, and some doubted that he was, it was really... Pardon me. Oh my goodness, I'm so tired. <clears throat> it was really he. Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And I, and lo, I am with you always, remaining with you, perpetually, regardless of circumstances and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. Here we are, Mark 1. The preaching of John the Baptist, the beginning of the facts regarding the good news of Jesus, Son of the Christ, the Son of God, as it is written and forever remains in the writings of the prophet Isaiah, Behold, I send my messenger ahead of you, and I who will prepare your way. A voice of one shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path stri paths straight. The John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a, a baptism of repentance and a, a repentance for the forgiveness of sins that is requiring a change of one's old way of thinking, turning from away from sin and seeking God and his righteousness and all the country of Judea and all the people of Jerusalem were continually going out to him and they were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they confessed their sins. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a wide leather band around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he was preaching, saying, after me comes, after me comes he who is mightier, more powerful, more noble than I, and I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the straps of his sandals. Even as his slave, as for me, I baptize you who came to me with water only, but he will baptize you who truly repent with the, with the Holy Spirit. The baptism of Jesus. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan, immediately coming out of the water. He, John, saw the, the heavens torn open and the Spirit like a dove descending on him, and a voice came out of heaven saying, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased and delighted. Immediately the Holy Spirit forced him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted to, to do evil by Satan, and he was with the wild animals, and the angels ministered continually to him. Jesus preaches in Galilee. Now after John the Baptist was arrested and taken into custody, Jesus went to Galilee, preaching the good news of the kingdom of God, saying, The appointed period of time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, regret past sins, live your life in a way that proves repentance, seek God's purpose for your life, and believe with a deep abiding trust in the good news regarding salvation. As Jesus was walking by the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon Peter and Simon's brother, Andrew casting a net in the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me as my disciples, accepting me as your master and teacher, and walking in the same path of life that I walk. 
and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him and following his example. Going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother John, who were also in the board mending, boat mending and cleaning nets. Immediately Jesus called to them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with their hired workers and went away to follow him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him and following his example. Then they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. They were completely amazed at his teaching because he was teaching them as one having God-given authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was a man in their synagogue, in their synagogue with an unclean spirit, and he cried out terribly from the depths of his throat, saying, What business do you have with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him, Be quiet, muzzled silence, and come out of him. The unclean spirit threw the man into convulsions, and screeching with a loud voice came out of him. They were also amazed that they debated and questioned one another, each other, saying, what is this in your teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, demons, and they obey him. Immediately the news about him spread everywhere throughout the district surrounding Galilee, healing, healing the crowds. And immediately they left the synagogue and went into the house of Simon Peter and Andrew, accompanied by James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was lying sick with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. Jesus went to her. And taking her by the hand, raised her up, and the fever left her, and she began to serve them as her guests. Now, when evening came, after the sun had set, and the Sabbath day had ended, in a steady stream they were bringing to him all who were sick, and all who were those who were under the power of demons, until the whole city had gathered together at the door, and Jesus healed many who were suffering with various diseases, and he drove out many demons who would not allow the demons to, and would not allow the, but would not allow the demons to speak, because they knew him, recognized him as the Son of God. Early in the morning, <clears throat> while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went out to a secluded place and was praying there. Simon Peter and his companions searched everywhere, looking anxiously for him, and they found him and said, Everyone is looking for you, he replied. <clears throat> Let us go on to the neighboring town so I may preach there also. That is why I came from the Father. So so he went throughout Galilee, preaching the, the gospel in their synagogues and casting out demons. And a leper came to him, begging him to fall on him and falling on his knees before him, saying, If you are willing, you are able to make me clean. Moved with compassion for his suffering, Jesus reached out with his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. The leper left him immediately and was cleansed, completely healed and restored to health. And Jesus, deeply moved, admonished him sternly and sent him away immediately, saying to him, See that you tell no one anything about this, but go, show yourself to the priests and offer your purification what Moses commanded, offer for your purification what Moses commanded as proof of them, that you are really healed. But he went out and began to proclaim it freely and spread the news of his healing to such an extent that Jesus could no longer openly enter a city where he was known, but stayed out in the unpopulated places, yet people were still coming to him from everywhere. The paralytic healed, Jesus returned to Capernaum, and a few days later, the news went out that he was home. So many people gathered together that there was no longer room for them, not even near the door. And Jesus was discussing with them the word of God. And they came, then they came, bringing him, bringing to him a paralyzed man who was being carried by four men. When they were unable to get to him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above Jesus. And when they had dug an, out, an opening, they let down the mat on which the, which the paralyzed man was lying. 
they saw Jesus, when Jesus saw their activity, their active faith springing from confidence in him, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there debating in their hearts the implication of what he had said. Why does this man walk, talk that way? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins, remove guilt, nullify sin's penalty, and assign righteousness except God alone? Immediately, Jesus, being fully aware of their hostility and knowing his, in his spirit that they were thinking this, said to them, Why are you debating and arguing about these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and pick up your mat and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has the authority and power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralyzed man, I say to you, Get up, pick up your mat, and go home. And he got up immediately, picked up the mat, and went out before them, all so that they were all astonished. And they glorified and praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Jesus went out again along the Galilean shore, and all the people were coming to him, and he was teaching them. Levi Matthew called. As he was passing by, he saw Levi Matthew, the son of Alphaeus, sitting on the tax collector's booth, and he said to him, Follow me, as my disciples, accepting me as your master, and teaching and walking the same path of life that I walk. And he got up and followed him, becoming his disciple, believing and trusting in him, and following his example. And it happened that Jesus was reclining <clears throat> at the table in Levi's house, and many tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews, were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many of them, and they were following him. When the scribes belonging to the sect of the Pharisees saw that Jesus was eating with the sinners, including non-observant Jews and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, Those who are healthy have no need of a physician, but only those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners, who recognize their sin and humbly seek forgiveness. Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting as a ritual, and they came and asked Jesus, Why are John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fasting, but your disciples are not doing so? Jesus answered, The attendants of the bridegroom cannot fast while the bridegroom is still with them, can they? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom is forcefully taken away from them, and they will fast at that time. No one sews a patch of unshrunk, unshrunk new cloth in, on an old garment. Otherwise, the patch pulls away from, the, from it the new from the old, and the tear becomes worse. No one puts new wine. No one puts new wine into new old wineskins. Otherwise, fermenting the wine... The fermenting wine will expand and burst the skins, and the wine is lost as well as the white skin. But new wine must be put into new wine skins. Question of the Sabbath. On the Sabbath, he walked along with the disciples through the grain fields, and as they went along, his disciples began picking heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus said to them, Have you ever read in the scriptures? What David did when he was in need and hungry, and he and his companions, how he went into the house of God in the time of uh, Abiathar, the high priest, and ate the sacred bread, which, which is not lawful for anyone but the priest to eat, and how he also gave it to the man who were with him. Jesus said to them, Sabbath was made for man, not for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath, and he has authority over it. Hallelujah. Well, you know what? I'm going to stop right there. Thank you guys for joining. and. and pushing through here this morning. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, just want to remind you to do your, your your 100. I don't have my cards with me. I was running a little late, as you can tell, this morning. But I will make sure that I get us caught up. And I will text those and message those out to everybody today for the new two scriptures to memorize for this week. But let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day. <clears throat> 
Lord, we thank you for your word. It is life and it is breath. We glorify the name of Jesus, Lord. We put on the whole armor of God today. Lord, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, our feet with with the gospel of peace, our helmet of salvation, our shield of faith, and the sword of the Spirit. Lord, I thank you this morning for everyone that is joining me and later on throughout the day, God, and throughout tomorrow. We love you, Lord. Let us walk in your word. Let us walk in your spirit. Let us walk in power and walk in faith. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow for the full 180. Bye. Love you.